Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. On the line, I've got specialist urologist Dr. Viola Morolo uh, who joins us. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, Ntombi. How are you? And good morning to your listeners as well. I'm fabulous, thanks. I'm feeling energetic. I've just stepped out of a clinic um, and I love, you know, interacting with my patients. So I'm energized. Oh, that's wonderful. We definitely can feel that energy on this side. Doc, should Anonymous be ashamed of what she's going through? And is this common? Um, ashamed, perhaps it's acceptable to feel ashamed because it's not normal. Um, and just for the other listeners, I'm sure you gave them a briefing. It's a, I believe it's a patient, a young patient who is leaking post having normal deliveries. Yes. So it is not normal. And so when you do have a urine leak, um, which we call incontinence, which is an involuntary urine leak, um, you should, you know, regard it as something that is not normal. And so obviously it is, um, you know, because you leak and in public and it smells bad, then, um, you know, you, I would accept um, somebody feeling ash- ashamed about it. Um, and the good news is that although you may be ashamed about it, we, if you consult, uh, you know, a GP and be referred to a urologist, there is always a solution. Um, like I always say in all my interviews, um, as a doctor and as a specialist now, our job is to find resol- you know, um, solutions to all your medical problems. They may not be the perfect ones, but there's always a solution. So um, the good news is that there is a solution. And you mentioned about how common it is. Mm. It is um, It is not really that common in, 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 in um, younger people, but obviously there are risk factors to you developing this. For example, um, the, by the way, there's many different types of incontinence. So incontinence in general is quite a wide um, spectrum of, of um, you know, diseases. But the, the, the incontinence that is common in young women is stress incontinence, where when you cough or when you jump or when you skip or when you put your pelvis under some pressure, mm. um, sneezing, for example, then you have a little bit of a leak. And that is typically common when you have decrease in the in your pelvic muscles post normal deliveries when you've had multiple normal deliveries or for for example some people who have had a, um, a hysterectomy where they remove the uterus so um, and also when you're um, obese as well you know you have weak pelvic floor muscles so it is it is not common but in the younger patients um, those are the ones that the most common incontinence is a stress incontinence. Yeah. Doc, what are some of the causes of a weak bladder? Is it aging, giving birth, or both, or even more? So maybe let's start let's start with what is called a weak bladder. Um, so with with the one I've just described now is stress incontinence. Mm. So it's not actually the bladder that's weak. It's the pelvic floor muscles that support the bladder, the pelvic floor muscles that are weak. So they, there's, there's actually the bladder and the urethra are normal. It's just that the supporting structures around the bladder and the urethra are weak. So the bladder is what um, stores the, 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 the urine once it's been um, formed in the kidney. Mm. And the urethra is the pipe that you know, you urinate through um, um, from the bladder. So normally there's a lot of supporting structures around the bladder and the urethra. And when those supporting structures are not strong enough, you have incontinence. But there's other types of incontinence that one can suffer from where maybe that could be related to the bladder where we have urgent continence. 
So urgent continence is where you leak urine um, when you um, when you feel like you need to go to the toilet and then just before you get there, then you have a, a urine leak mm. and that is urgent continence. So it's associated with urgency to urinate. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I mentioned the stress incontinence where when you put pressure on your pelvic floor, jumping, skipping, sneezing, coughing, and then that's associated with a leak. Or you can have a mixture of both. You can have both stress and urge incontinence. Um, and then the other types of incontinence um, is um, where you're, you're unable to empty your bladder. And as a, as a result, you have overflow incontinence, almost like an overflow dam mm. where you, you know, because the bladder is too full because you're unable to empty your bladder. Um, so the, the one way is related to bladder pathology is the, um, the urgent continence where your bladder must contract during storing because when you, the, so the bladder has got two functions, to store urine and to void at the right time. So incontinence is a storage problem because during um, storing, you know, you're supposed to be dry and you know storing yes. your urine now if you're leaking it means there's a problem with your storage uh -huh. and that the bladder could be contracting when it's supposed to be relaxing during storage i see there's a lady that that called and said that um she had a similar problem um when she was jumping exercising she would just start leaking dog and her mom told her about and i know i'm butchering this and you're going to help me as an expert cystosis repair is that the treatment that um you know we must all go go for when we suffer from this and what is cystosis okay. repair okay um um, I'm not aware of the term cystosis because normally we, we when a patient has stress urinary incontinence, um, there's 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 multiple ways of treating it. Mm. In medical practice, you normally start with the least invasive forms of treatment, and then you move on to the most invasive ways of treatment. And so, the least invasive ways of treatment is where you have urotherapy. For example, you 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 strengthen your pelvic floor muscles. Like I mentioned, some of the problem could be that your pelvic floor muscles are not strong enough, mm. and so you we send you to a physiotherapist who helps you to do your pelvic floor muscles. Um, you know, strengthen your pelvic floor muscles. And just if I may just pause here so that it's an it's an opportunity for people to also train their pelvic small, uh, floor muscles even before you have stress incontinence. Yeah. It's just in, in essence, pinching your um, your pelvic floor. You know, when you have the sensation like you need to urinate and then you stop it. Yes. So it's difficult to train, but that's what you do. And I always tell my patients um, at least three times a day, do some 10 exercises, your 10 knapes. Other people call it technique where you, you pull your pelvic floor yes. as if you're stopping the urine from coming out. So that's a non-invasive way of treating, you know, um, some of these forms of incontinence. And then if that doesn't help, um, there are medical treatments as well. But normally for stress incontinence, the medical therapy that normally doesn't work. So for stress incontinence, the most satisfying and the most successful treatment is surgical treatment where we put a, a sling in the urethra, around the urethra, almost like a hammock. And that um, sling actually um, holds the urethra and gives the urethra support. Because remember, the problem is the support around the, the, the urethra. So it gives it the, ure the urethra support so that you're able to then, um, you know, hold your urine in. And when there's pressure on the pelvic floor, that sling is then able to succumb that pressure and still maintain your continence. So um, there is treatment. It 
it's 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 I'm I'm not aware of the the, the term that you pre you mentioned previously. Perhaps it wasn't mentioned or taken yes. up properly. But um, we put a sling in the mid urethra, and then it's the most satisfying procedure both for the urologist and for the patient because it's a short procedure. It takes about about an hour um, at most, including the the anesthesia, and then immediately after the operation, the patient is continent. You know, um, obviously there's a the period for recovery um, in that period you shouldn't be lifting heavy um, you know objects and when I say heavy I'm talking about 2.5 kilograms so even a small baby is regarded as heavy mm. after that operation and then um, but the, the, the after the operation you're continent and there's like a two-week recovery period and then slowly you come back to but recovery means recovery from pain from the discomfort but in terms of the incontinence immediately after the operation you are then continent so it's a very satisfying operation and that's why i say people don't have to live at home with this problem yeah. there is a solution and you should certainly present your healthcare professional a urologist who can help you with an easy solution to the problem Doc, it's always so wonderful to chat to you because even some of the most embarrassing things that we go through, you explain them so lovely. And I guess there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you so much, Doc. You're most welcome. And thank you to yourself and your listeners for, for, con for coming to me and asking me for advice. And I'm always welcome. It's You're always welcome to to find out. And um, um, it's a pleasure actually to share my knowledge with the community. And contact details, Doc, before I let you go. Where can people get a hold of you so they can book that life-changing uh, procedure so that they don't have to leak anymore? Okay. So the numbers to my rooms is 010. Mm -hmm. Five double zero, yes, double three nine. So zero one zero five zero zero three 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 nine. And I've got rooms at um, at Hatfield at the Urology Hospital. And then I also have rooms at Midstream at Curedale Hospital in Midstream. So, um, yeah, every, anybody and everybody's welcome to even just to consult, even yeah. if you don't have a major problem, just to get more information and get a general urological examination, especially for the men um, above 40. I'm passionate about mm. prostate cancer. And now that it's um, November, November, so the men are there. They may not, they may be men also leaking we focused on the yeah. woman leaking but men also leak and which may be associated with prostate cancer so um anybody and everybody's welcome to consult fantastic thank you so much once again doc thank you thank you Ndombi. There you go. We just had a wonderful conversation with specialist urologist Dr. Viola Morolo, helping Anonymous, who says she has a weak bladder. When she laughs, she has to run to the bathroom. We even had callers calling in saying, hey, I even have to wear a pad. If you missed it, catch the rewind on radio2000.co.za.